Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Agile Workplace. This is Dr. Deborah Dupree, the Mindset Doc. We looked recently at what employees want in today's changing work world. Well, today we're going to take a deeper dive into transforming the world of work, where, when, and how people work. Because what we've experienced is that people have different expectations today uh, in terms of you know where they work, how they work, when they work. Employees and managers are seeking flexible work options. You know, the idea of going to the brick and mortar from a set schedule from nine to five, you know, where everybody shows up all at once is really a thing of the past. Making moves in this direction does require some flexibility and creativity for thinking outside the box while concurrently embracing a resiliency and development of our emotional intelligence. Let me tell you a little bit about emotional intelligence. Based on the works of Daniel Goleman, there are four key areas. This whole body of science really evolved over the last 20 or 30 years, largely with the developments of the MRI. But what, that, what we found and what Daniel Goleman really brought to the lives and minds of people at large are four key quadrants. Our own self-awareness of what our needs are, who we are, what we're all about, our self-management, How do we manage ourselves in response to triggers and stimuli and things outside of us? But then also developing an increased, what I call, other awareness. Being alert, being attuned to what people need. And then that leads into how do we manage those relationships with others? Why is this so important? Well, again, our world is changing Our needs are shifting, and the demands of the world and work are different. Remote work has often been considered isolating. When we reimagine our work worlds of the present and the future, it's about building inclusion for connection rather than continuing the isolation induced by COVID-19. While we tentatively move forward with our changing mask mandates, Uncertainty and unpredictability remain rampant. There's fear in the hearts and minds of people about being close in proximity to others on a day-to-day basis, not knowing where others have come from. And so it's really shifted our mindset and our trust of others. While we've demonstrated the ability to improve productivity with these forced workplace changes, with many organizations posting record profits, the expectation that employees will return on site with fixed hours, as I mentioned before, is a mindset of the past. For the first time in a long time, employees are setting the tone and pace for how they work and what they want. Organizations are now offering increased wages and expanded benefits to attract and retain skilled employees. They have no choice. Their great resignation was upon us 
and continues to some extent. And yet, there have also been record numbers of new jobs evolving and being available. With the pandemic, again, people around the world shifted so quickly, amazingly so, adapting and adopting new practices. And what we've learned is that when technology is good, employees became more productive when we're work, when working remotely and loved the flexibility it afforded to balance life and work, giving many people opportunities to spend more quality time with families and particularly with the homeschooling that was going on. These forced upon COVID changes have now made even the most skeptic of remote work embrace the new reality of hybrid work. Even J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon at first bemoaned the loss of the office culture and in-person learning and collaboration opportunities. However, now, today, J.P. Morgan has about 20 to 30% of the bank's 250,000 employees continuing to work from home on a rotating basis. What this means is that organizations have really rethought, rethought, reimagined how to bring people back on work, but safely because of the ongoing effects of COVID, the variants that emerge, trying to increase physical and psychological safety. For many leaders worldwide, the reluctance to adopt remote and hybrid work models was really a failure of imagination. They were so lockstep into how they'd done things in the past without recognizing the opportunity of how things could be done in the present and in the future. Well, that's shifting. More and more organizations are realizing the need to change and the importance of change. And as we've seen, you know, the failure to uh, reimagine how life could be with these forced changes from COVID did lead to the great resignation as employees sought work and locations that better fit their personal needs, sought organizations that better fit their personal needs, gave them opportunities for more flexibility, time for work-life balance. We have more choices today. And in organizations, it's important to realize that. So organizations have had to rapidly gear up their employees for remote working during the early pandemic to keep, as I like to say, the lights and the water running. For, because for businesses without their workforce in the workforce, in the workplace, it oftentimes was a challenge for how do we get things done. But again, the resiliency, the creativity of people rising to the challenge was just remarkable. And so organizations shifted in how they invested their time, money, and technology to facilitate productive and engaged work. When technology did not work so well, that's where we did find employees easily becoming frustrated, irritated, and annoyed, and starting to look elsewhere for employment opportunities and employers who are ready to support their commitment to work and earn a living. 
This is really where a shift in mindset happens. And also the growth of our emotional intelligence is needed, particularly at the leadership levels. Again, it's about thinking differently about how work can be performed. Shedding the shackles of our more traditional views of how we work, where we work, and when we work. With technology and with the forced changes of COVID, we have been driven into a new way of thinking about these kinds of things. We have been propelled into a whole new world of imagining how we get our work done. The tools, the resources, the technology available to us. And then it's a matter of being creative in how we actually put this all together. And so just stop and think about your own workplace, the workplaces of others, what it was like to work from home, to have the flexibility of not commuting, spending that time on the road, getting to work at a certain time, being concerned what happens if we're late. Because life happens. I have to admit, I miss the pandemic patterns of traffic. It was so easy to get around. It's so wonderful to get places quickly the way it used to be. And now as workplaces have reopened and people are getting back more into the normal swing of life or going back to the workplace, we see our traffic patterns increase tremendously. I know for myself, I can't speak for you, but being in traffic, stuck on the freeway, when it takes two hours to get back, when it took 30 minutes to get there, is not my idea of living. I'd rather much do other things. I know for me, working remotely as I have for the last couple of years has really increased my ability to do other things that I wanted to do but lacked the time to do. I actually am doing more quality time for myself in terms of exercise and, and taking care of myself, but also in my more professional side of being able to write, create things like podcasts and um, new programs and delivering remotely. It really has been a, a powerful shift, not just for me, but for many. I am excited to look at how organizations have shifted because this is where we did see a shift in mindset and growth in our emotional intelligence at the leadership levels on many levels. We've really had to rethink and rapidly rethink. I've been amazed at how quickly some of the organizations I work with have shifted and develop new processes, implemented new technologies, new softwares, new ways of doing things when people could not come in person the way we used to do things. So the notion of one size fits all, something characteristic of our past organizational behavior, is definitely a mindset of the past. Now, depending upon where you are generationally, that may be more challenging than not. And, you know, one of the things that we saw also is a high degree of 
retirement happen because these shifts were difficult for certain people to adapt to. They just didn't want to go there. And so the thing is, is that while we've lost some very talented people, it's also created opportunity in many different ways. So the new work world is not just about pulling the remote work world ahead and into the future, but reimagining how people connect, engage, and collaborate. We all get, you know, sort of wedded to our routines and our, our habits of working, our habits of being. And that's why for some it was a difficult reset, a difficult transition to do the kinds of shifts that we've had to do. But it's not just you know, the older employee, but instead, you know, employees at large across generations and particularly younger generations want greater work-life balance than perhaps some of the older generations. And today's uh, younger generations also know they have choices, know that they have opportunities and know that they have the technology available to work where they want, when they want and how they want. Today, employees would rather leave an organization rather than be confined to the old school ways of doing and thinking. The new work world is not just about pulling the work world ahead, as I mentioned. Instead, it's important to recognize that we have options. It's important to create options. Remote work or hybrid work is not necessarily for everyone nor appropriate for every industry. It really is critically important to evaluate industry by industry, organization by organization, and job by job as to the opportunities that do abound and to rethink how we get things done. We may think something's impossible, but until we step back before we step forward and think about the possibilities, we might never know. And that's why collaboration is so critically important to get feedback, to get input from the employees in our organization, to look at what others are doing, read and study and learn from what other organizations are doing. One thing that has happened over this last year or so, particularly with the social unrest, the political divide, as well as the ongoing pandemic, is that organizations have expanded at the top levels, what we call the C-suite, going beyond the usual CEO, COO, and CFO. CTO has been around, but now we're seeing even more divergent thinking, representative of that growing emotional intelligence mindset needed for the work worlds of the future. Greater attention is now being given to roles like chief diversity, and inclusion officer. How do we make opportunities ripe for all types of people? Another area of emerging growth is chief talent acquisition officer. Recruiting and hiring the right kinds of people for our organizations of today and the cultures they represent. And there are many more changes. These kinds of positions have seen tremendous growth in the last several months, and I believe will continue. And so what we see is that we have more sharp minds to think through these unique challenges 
brought about by a pandemic that forced the world to sit back on its heels and take note of a new way of being. These sharp minds are needed to meet the expanding needs of today's employee in the changing work world. Because guess what? It's changing. It has changed. And as horrific as COVID has been with the millions of lives lost, at the same time, this kind of devastation has wrought new opportunities for creative and divergent thinking that has opened up the world in the last couple of years than it had in the prior 10. To me, that's opportunity. Opportunity not just for you and me as individuals, but also for our organizations and meeting the needs of our consumers. So coming up next, we take a deeper dive into some of the emerging technologies that help us make this happen, that help us take us to the next step. Oh man, have we learned. We have learned big time through our virtual technologies and the tools and techniques available to make things happen. After all, it is an agile work world and let's keep moving it forward. Dr. Deborah Dupree, The Mindset Doc, coming up again next time, our emerging virtual technologies for the hybrid work world. Listen and learn. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.